Listeners, welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast, a production of Dominion Fire Church in Las Vegas, Nevada. This is Million here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A-N. I am a licensed minister through John G. Lake Ministries, which you can find at jglm.org for more information on those guys over there. And our website is dominionfire.com for all of these programs, as well as more about what we do and videos, testimonies, if you need a healing prayer, a whole bunch of uh, things on the site for you to check out and... Uh, Hopefully, uh, jump on in with us. Get, come on out and get active and get in the game and uh, come uh, come heal the sick with us. It's uh, it's an amazing, amazing journey that we've been on now. And uh, as part of this journey into the healing message, which for me, I would say was about uh, maybe, maybe about a year or so ago from, uh, from the time we're recording this here. Um, and when I first got into it, there was uh, – it, it, here's what's interesting about ministry. In ministry, it's very lonely. It is very easy to feel as though you're the only one out there. And a lot of times we have to uh, look around, make connections, build relationships, and find people that are willing to help. And I was very, very blessed to find a group in the Southern California area that was uh, very uh, open and welcoming to me to go out there and spend some time with them, to go minister, and to learn hands-on. And one of the crew on the team out there that was just awesome and nice enough to just help me and disciple and train me a little bit is joining me on the phone today. This gentleman is a uh, public school teacher in the Banning, California area, uh, healing minister, ordained pastor, a lot of ministry work. Joining me on the phone today, Mr. John Nyhoff. John, welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. How are you, sir? I'm doing good, Millian. Thank you for having me. It's uh, it's been uh, almost a year since we met, and actually since we've talked, we've uh, chatted here and there on uh, social media. And uh, but you know, my my time uh, with you guys has uh, always fresh in my mind, and I always enjoy that. So I thank you for uh, just being there for me, and uh, it, it's it, it's helped tremendously. So thank you guys a lot for that. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> we're just blessed. So uh, as we were um, we were talking about before we started recording the program here today, um, I asked you if you had any large profound, big testimony of something just amazing that happened that you can share with our listening audience. What do you got? Well, I, I want to tell the audience about a lady whose name is Shirley. I was driving home one day from school and uh, pulled off at a McDonald's and uh, just wanted to get a little something to eat. And I parked kind of by a, where the dumpster is. And from the back of the dumpster, this, this short, she was probably five foot, maybe five foot, little lady stepped out, very well kept, you know, and uh, wearing scrubs and, and stuff. And she was just crying, and she was, like, talking to me, but I couldn't hear her because I was in the car, and she was just crying profusely. And so I, I stepped out of the car, and and uh, and I said, well, what's wrong? You know, obviously something was terribly wrong. I said, what's wrong? What's going on? What can I do for you? What's, what's happening? And she was trying to explain to me, but I just didn't make any sense out of it because she was just so distraught. And so I looked at her, I said, I said, calm down, let's pray. Tell me your need, I'll take care of it. And she stopped right there. And I, and I kind of thought, oh, what I just say, you know? But it just it just flowed out of me. And it came, it came out that uh, she was uh, she's working six days a week, um, a lot of times 12 hours a day to support her son. They're staying in a hotel, and uh, her check from the state was late. And um, 
she was about to be evicted from her hotel room, and she was just out asking people for money. And so I said, well, let's go get you some money. So we went to an ATM, and for some reason, my ATM card didn't work, and it was at a gas station. And so I said, do you mind hopping in my car, and we'll go find a, a bank, and we'll go there and get your money. And so as we were driving, um, she told me that uh, she, she uh, that a lady had prayed with her that morning and told her that a man will come and he will say that he will take care of your need. Hmm. And and uh, and that, uh, that that's exactly what I told her. And and I prayed for her neck, which was hurting, and that was healed. Her shoulder was healed. Her arm was healed. Her back was healed. Hmm. And uh, so we we got to the bank, and I got her her money, and I asked her if she needed food and stuff, and she did. But I went to the hotel with her. We paid her bill, and uh, so that she had the place to stay. Gave her money for a couple more days, and we went to the grocery store. We went to pick up her son, who was at an after school program at uh, that uh, I guess the city was running. Uh, and so we went in there, and I asked the receptionist while she went to get her son, you know, is there any program? Because she was dishing out a lot of money every month. She could be making a mortgage payment. And it turned out there was a program. She got involved with it. And uh, and uh, I took her back to her where she was staying and said goodbye. And uh, a couple of weeks later, I stopped in there again, and there she was. Mm-hmm. And she came over to me, and... She was in a home. She had a place to stay. She was in a home, and she was showing. She was crying, and she showed me the bills that she had, but she could pay them. Mm-hmm. And and it was such a joy to her to know that she had the money to pay her bills and that everything was good. And so I just prayed for her again and blessed her. And about a month later, I was driving down a road, and I just heard a voice, and the voice said, "Shirley needs money." Mm-hmm. I thought, "Shirley, well, where's Shirley?" And I looked over, and there she was, walking down the street. And so I quickly did a U-turn, came up next to her, rolled down my window, and I called out, Shirley. And she just burst into tears, ran over, jumped into my car, gave me a hug. And she said, that same woman that had prayed for her before, prayed for her that morning. She didn't have enough money for food. And she said, you just hold your head up high, walk to the grocery store just like you have money, and God will take care of your need. Wow. And uh, and so we went to the grocery store, and she got her food and everything, and I took her home, and, and uh, yeah, and that was the last time I, I saw Shirley. I think she's doing good. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, you know, listeners, what's interesting to that is is that you got to remember that healing is a phenomenal part of just what we do here, but there's the fullness of Christ, and healing is just an aspect of that. Not to mention the fact that God is so much bigger than just healing or any particular area that we enjoy or that we operate in. And you see in a case like this, not only was there a healing aspect to it, there was an action put the faith involved in it. Uh, there was an element of, uh, as in Scripture says, where give to any man who asks you, or in this case, any woman who asks you. And uh, there was a prophetic tie-in with someone else who spoke an encouraging word to her. So you see, we're all parts of the body that are all working together for these things. So even though uh, healing and healing-centric is what we do, remember that there is a bigger picture that we're always focusing on. And and uh, John, is, is that a situation that happens kind of often with you, or do you, uh, or, or is that like an extraordinary case? 
that was an extraordinary case. Okay. Sometimes, you know, a person will be highlighted, you know, kind of, if, if I can use that word. It's like they're pointed out, like you know that there's something with them and that God wants to do something in their in their life. And then you go over and talk to them and you find out what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, you know, I do get words of knowledge from time to time. Um, and, and I love words of knowledge because when you get one, it's a done deal. Slam you know, dunk. You know, yeah, it's it's done. Yeah. And and one yeah, and one of the great things about Shirley is that she just did what this lady said. Mm-hmm. You know, hold your head up high, walk to the store as if you got the money, God will take care of your need. Yeah. And that's what you did. Without a doubt. And, uh, you know, listeners, just a little uh, little further on the subject is that, you know, there's uh, sometimes if you're praying for something or praying for healing or ministering to someone, um, a lot of times there's factors at play. There's other things that are working. So when you maybe see a healing or you go for a healing and maybe nothing happens, uh, remember, there could be something else, another piece of the puzzle that needs to be put in that God's working on. There's always a lot going on. So, you know, that's why you just kind of do your job and you don't walk by sight. You walk by faith. Just have faith that it's going to happen when you do, uh, when you step out and do your ministry stuff. So, uh, this is a perfect example of sometimes there's more to the story that God is working on. And not only is it a matter of being patient and showing that maturity in, in faith, but it's also a matter of, uh, kind of being sensitive to God's uh, movement and where he's going with this because you will be tipped off to the plan if you are, you know, in unity with him is, is the best way I can put it to you. So just kind of hang tough with some of that. We are up against our first break here. Again, listeners, we have John Nyhoff, who's uh, a healing minister, ordained pastor in the Benning, California area, discussing, uh, we're talking about healing today, and we're going to get into a little of his background and experience on the next segment. So keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast, a presentation of Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. We'll be right back after this. Thank you for listening to the Heal the Sick Podcast, presented by Dominion Fire Church. Our ministry is growing, and we would like to ask you to grow along with us. Currently, we are in need of financial support, and we are asking friends, listeners, and followers to help crowdfund this ministry on a monthly basis. If this program has blessed or inspired you, please help us to produce more and more episodes by becoming a monthly supporter of $5, $10, or whatever amount is in your heart to give. Your contribution helps us produce more programs, help the sick get healed, and also support Christian outreaches overseas. Please visit www.dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter for details and how to get started. Again, that's dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter. We thank you for your generosity and support. Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. Hello, listeners. Back on the Heal the Sick podcast, you're here with Million, M-I-L-L-I-A-N. This is a presentation of Dominion Fire Church in Las Vegas, Nevada, and you can check us out at dominionfire.com. And uh, if, by any chance, you have any questions, you would like to throw some comments or feedback our way, please feel free to do so at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com, and uh, we will get to you as soon as we possibly can. In addition, if you'd like to learn more about divine healing or uh, get uh, questions answered, from from either myself or any of the guests on the show or uh, learn how to get in the game and get training and do all that stuff. 
send us a message and uh, let us know you're out there and we will be glad to help you. Everyone who appears on the show is happy to help. So uh, we're all on the same team here and we all try to look out for each other. So definitely uh, let us know you're out there if you get the chance. And uh, we thank you as always for listening. Joining me on the phone, Mr. John Nyhoff, a uh, public school teacher, Banning, California area, but also ordained uh, pastor, healing minister, and uh, just um, uh, part of a life team that I went and trained with when I was first getting active myself. And uh, just uh, this uh, whole crew of people have just been uh, j- just great for me and just uh, just such awesome, kind people. And, and uh, we're catching up today and we're talking about uh, testimonies and background and all that stuff. So uh, we're going to bring John back on here. John, would you please tell the audience about your background, your experience, your personal journey, and kind of how you got to where you are? Give us the full rundown. Okay, I'd be happy to. Um, I have been going to church my whole life. been saved about seven years, though. Mm-hmm. I was in a pretty much a mainstream, fundamental church, a Calvinistic and uh, oh boy. emphasis was pretty much on what you do and going to church twice on Sunday, knowing the Heidelberg Catechism, reciting that Apostles' Creed every evening. Um, law was a big part of things. And really didn't hear a whole lot about personal relationship with Jesus Christ, uh, just, a, just a lot on how to be a good person. Mm. And uh, I, I was an elder in the church, and uh, I was a head elder, and the pastor left, and I was running the church, and uh, and then I started looking around and realizing there's not a whole lot of God here with everything that was going on. And uh, my first wife had passed away due to breast cancer, mm. and that was a real trip, and uh, I was recovering from that. I did marry again, and uh, and I was married to when uh, I was the head elder at this church, and she was filled with the Holy Spirit, and I wasn't. She'd been praying for me, and uh, one day in my office at school, um, I was there, and uh, a pastor had come into the church, and it was right after Easter, and he was a little disappointed with how things went at Easter, and I figured, well, being the head elder, it's my job to encourage him, so I wrote him an email to encourage him. And in that email, I put in uh, one part where it says, it's hard for us to to, uh, uh, to give up our sin because we have never owned our sin. We're told that it's all forgiven and, and it's, it never was ours, but it, to give it up, you know, how can you give something away if you never own it? And all of a sudden I realized that was me. I have never been forgiven for my sin. I never even asked for it. Hmm. And I'd been in the church for over 40 years. And all of a sudden, God, I had the privilege to feel the weight of my sin and to and to experience it for just a split second, the burden that I was carrying. And then, boom, it was gone. And I realized my need for a Savior. The Holy Spirit came right into my office and just blasted me. I had a hard, I was just crying. I had a hard time sitting in my chair. Nobody prayed over me, nobody was around, and I was just hoping that nobody needed me because I was just a mess. Mm. And uh, for the rest of that day, I was, I was, just, I was just in tears and uh, tried to tell my wife what was going on, and finally she realized what had happened, and she was just as happy as could be, <laughs> and it's just been a ride ever since. Mm. And then I, I, uh, I joined her 
in uh, working at the healing rooms, and uh, and uh, we've been part of several different healing rooms, and uh, we started to see guy people started to get healed, and people would get healed, and you know, and those praying would jump around and rejoice, and I would just look at my hands, and it was just a very humbling thing for me to think that. that the God of this universe is, is using me right here to pray for people that are getting healed. And it was just such an amazing thing for me. It just brings tears to my eyes every time somebody would get healed. And I'd get words of knowledge and all types of things. And, and we, saw, we saw a lot of people get healed. And then I started listening to um, other people with their healing. And, and uh, one person, Curry Blake, listened to him and... And along with some others, and all of a sudden, I was sitting in, in at my desk at school, and I just said, "God, this is it. This is this is your heart. This is what you want to do." Okay, I'm going to ask every kid that comes in with crutches, with a cast, with a headache. I don't care what. I'm going to ask them if I can pray for them. And so, in the very first person that came through the door was a girl with a brace on her hand. She had dislocated some bones in her wrist, and I asked her if I could pray for her, and she said yes, and she was healed immediately. Um, that was probably in September, by January, and I and I kept a little book, you know, of, of, of the healings, and by the end of January, over 270 people had been healed. Wow. And uh, it was just, it's like, it's, it's like every one of them was getting healed. It was just amazing. Uh, it didn't matter if they were a Buddhist or a Hindu or a Christian or what. They would just get healed. And and the prayers were just very simple. In Jesus' name, be healed. In Jesus' name, pain go. Hmm. And, that, and that was it. And, uh, you know, I never did it during class. There are certain, you know, followed certain rules. You know, you do it between class, at lunch, before school, after school, like that. But there were times where kids would come in and they would line up three, four deep during lunch and one prayer. Hmm. And so it just pray for them, and they would all get healed, and, and the word was kind of spreading. And I was kind of disappointed that year. Um, I really don't know how many kids got healed, because uh, I, I realized that by keeping that book, the devil uses things. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he would use is if you go a few days with nobody getting healed, you start thinking, what's wrong? Yep. You know, what's going on? And so I got rid of the book, and I'm just going to go with God. But the last, I don't know, eight to ten weeks, nobody was sick, nobody was hurting, nobody was in a cast, nobody was on crutches. Mm-hmm. And that's what you want. But but I wanted to continue to see people get healed because it was just so awesome. And that's what I'm happiest, when you're giving them the gospel, when you're praying for them in power, and they're getting healed. It's just an awesome thing. Yeah. And now, now I'm at a different... Yeah. And now I'm at a different school, and I... And I'm doing the same thing, and praying for people on the streets and, and going out. And a lot of it is just who you come across as you're going about your day. Mm-hmm. It could be the cashier in a grocery line, you know. And you see that, uh, you know, she's having she has a uh, brace on her wrist, purple tunnel or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you just, you know, as she's working. You just pray for her, and the pain goes, and they're just amazed, and the tears flow. Now, I have, a, awesome. I have a question for you now to kind of follow up, and I'm sure there's listeners that are thinking this too. Now, you're in a public school situation with prayer, 
And uh, yeah. now I'm not being flippant here, but California as a state, not generally friendly to Christian things. In my experience, a public school, especially not friendly to prayer and Christian things. How did you manage that? Uh, it's never been questioned. I, I, God has allowed me to kind of fly under the radar. And uh, if I, if I can pray for people, I, I don't preach during class. If a question is asked of me, mm. I can answer it, but I but I have to make sure that I don't preach. Mm. And God brings up situations all the time where you know he's, where God's involved and kids are asking questions. Mm. I don't make it known that I'm a pastor, but you know, uh, before school that's my time, and I can pray for people. Okay. Lunch is my time between classes. That's my time. As long as I don't take up instructional time, I'm. I can pretty much pray for people. Okay. Well, that's encouraging to know because there's uh, a lot of people that maybe in their work situation or their school situation that they're uh, pressured against that kind of thing. So it's, um, it's, it's very encouraging. It's good to know that, um, that, that you found the parameters to work in and you're getting the job done. So that, that's just amazing. Listeners, we are up against our second break. Um, again, John Nyhoff out in, uh, the, Southern California area, public school teacher, healing minister, pastor, and all that good stuff, and uh, just sharing his uh, his journey with us and his healing. When we come back on the next segment, uh, we're going to be discussing the topic of the holiness of God, a phenomenal subject that I'm very excited for. So keep it locked here on the Heal the Sick podcast from the Dominion Fire Church. This is Million. Be back momentarily. Thank you for listening to the Heal the Sick podcast, presented by Dominion Fire Church. Our ministry is growing, and we would like to ask you to grow along with us. Currently, we are in need of financial support, and we are asking friends, listeners, and followers to help crowdfund this ministry on a monthly basis. If this program has blessed or inspired you, please help us to produce more and more episodes by becoming a monthly supporter of $5, $10, or whatever amount is in your heart to give. Your contribution helps us produce more programs, help the sick get healed, and also support Christian outreaches overseas. Please visit www.dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter for details and how to get started. Again, that's dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter. We thank you for your generosity and support. Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. On the final segment here of the Heal the Sick podcast, a presentation of Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. Million here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A-N. I am a licensed minister through John G. Lake Ministries, and I'm uh, trained in the, in the area of divine healing. And uh, in the past uh, year or so that we've been actively seeking this uh couple hundred healings that we've had thus far and uh, just seen amazing things and healings and miracles. And I'll, I'll tell you straight up, yes, it is still real, still relevant. It is for today. And, uh, you know, the, the, the people that we bring on the show here are the people that are active in this area who are seeing it, who are doing it. And uh, all of us will, will tell you testimony after testimony. And after so many times of it happening, you know, you have to consider that there's something real to this. You know, you can you can only argue with a testimony for so long before you got to take a critical look at what's going on. And on uh, this program here, the Heal the Sick podcast is bringing you that just messages from people of all areas, backgrounds, walks of life who are 
uh, active in this, who are seeing uh, results, seeing healings and miracles and just amazing moves of God. And we're just uh, sharing it with you, hopefully to encourage you. So uh, please tell everyone you know about the program and uh, just share this message. Let's just get this message out to the world and uh, let's start taking this thing back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so joining me on the phone today, uh, just a, a phenomenal gentleman who is uh, just wonderful in helping me uh, get on my feet with uh, ministry and uh um, getting all this, all, all these ducks in a row, so to speak. Uh, John Nyhoff, public school teacher, Banning, California area, healing minister, pastor, and uh, just just a phenomenal guy. So we're very grateful to him, uh, not only for his assistance over this time, but for being on the show. And uh, John would like to speak today on the topic of the holiness of God. So John, what can you share with us? Well, the holiness of God is something that, you know, God's been talking to me about this, about what is it? What does it mean that God is holy? And, and and we're to be holy like He is holy. And so what does that mean? I mean, it used to, you know, when I was in the, you know, before I was born again, in religion and all that, it was all, you know, it was like Jesus is up there on a mountain. And we're to be like Him. And so we have to go through this whole sanctification process. And it's like climbing this mountain. And the problem was, is that all would happen is you got tired and the air got fed. But now I realize, you know, Jesus didn't come for us to try to be like him, but he came to show us who we are. And so he's like this mirror, and and he shows us who we are. So we're actually at the top of the mountain. The weather is great. The view is fantastic. And the air is wonderful. And now we just help other people to see that. But holiness to me, when I was growing up, was all about keeping laws, keeping rules. And God was holy because he never went outside of certain boundaries that he set up for himself. God is always good. God is always this. And, and, and so he never violated any of this. And that's what made God holy. But, that's not, but now I'm coming to the understanding that that's not true. And that's not what makes me holy. I mean, I thought that I had, you know, okay, the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not do this or that. And that that's where I got holiness from. But but that's Old Covenant, and that was all about righteousness, and it's not about living a good life, and then you're holy. And, and, and it was just wrong what I was believing. God is holy, Jesus is holy, and the Spirit is holy. That's why it's the Holy Spirit. And it's because of their relationship because of the passion that they have for each other. Their holiness comes from the love that they have for each other and and just their oneness. Now, Jesus Christ died on that cross, and through that death, we we died also. Through his burial, we died, and through his resurrection, we're resurrected, and all things are new, And, and he ascended. And so we ascended with him, and the Bible tells us that we're at the right hand of the Father in him, and Jesus said that no man comes to the Father except through me. So we have been invited. We have been brought into this relationship with the Father through Jesus Christ. So our holiness comes by participating in the relationship that Jesus has with the Father. And it's an awesome place. So it's not about a bunch of rules. And, and, and when you're in this place... It's not a license to sin. It brings integrity into your life, because you're in this relationship with with the Father and with the Son, 
and with the Spirit, and you have this fellowship of the Spirit with with Jesus and with the Father. And and there's just such an awesome place, and it's just holiness. You know, we talk about glory also, and, and what is the glory of God? The glory of God is when God's revealed. The glory of Jesus is when Jesus is revealed. God is glorified through us when we pray for people and we feel, because that's the Father's heart that was shown to us through Jesus, and it's manifesting out on this earth. So that people can so that people can come to a better understanding and a better knowledge of the Father's heart through through this healing, through this power, and then God is glorified. So so we so when we're in this relationship, we're holy, and when we go out, we glorify Him. I asked God once. I said, you know, I, I've I've turned my life over to you, and I've given I give you everything. But I'm still here on this earth, and, and I wasn't complaining. So I'm here on this earth, so, so what am I? And, I? and I heard him say, clear as day, he said, you're a worship and a praise. Because God seeks those who will worship him in spirit and in truth. Mm. The truth of who we are, because that glorifies him. Wow. And by the spirit, you know, the spirit leads us into all truth. Mm. And, and, so, and so you are holy. I mean, you're, you are sanctified, you're justified, you are all these things. It's not about getting these things, you have it. So when you go to pray for somebody, this is all in you. And it's just, and it's just letting heaven come out of you. Yeah, you know, the uh, the kingdom of heaven is at hand, and that's what it means. Yeah. Like when, when you go and stand in front of that person that you're uh, ministering to, kingdom of heaven is right there in front of them. And it's uh, just a matter of letting it loose, without a doubt. You know, uh, listeners, uh, something that, that John was just saying that I wanted to just throw a quick point on, you hear the phrase license to sin being thrown around a lot. And, and let me just clarify a couple things for you. License or not, people are still going to sin. So they're sinning without a license. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> Either way, that, that's that's not the heart of the matter. Um, and this is from my personal experience is that, um, people say, well, what about sin? What about sin? What about sin? And here's, here's what I, I would tell you is that the more that, um, like John was saying with this relationship between all the parties involved, between a relationship with you and your, uh, your Abba father and all that stuff. Um, the thing is, is that the more that you fall in love with father God, the more you fall in love with Jesus, the more you fall in love with the Holy spirit, the less you are in love with whatever sin you are in. You, you fall out of love with those sins. And I know for me, when, uh, when I first got saved, there's a lot of things that, you know, I were doing, I was doing, probably shouldn't have been doing. I'll be very clear with you on that. And just the desire to, you know, read a Bible or search out points or, um, just, just learn, you know, it was taken up the time and that other stuff just fell away and I eventually got to a point I wasn't even interested anymore. It, and, it, and I've never looked back. It just, it just became uninteresting to me. And it yeah. was, that was that repent, that change of heart, that change of mind. So, um, just keep that in mind when you say, oh, license it. forget about the sin, for, focus on Jesus, and I guarantee you, Amen. fall in love with him, the sin will fall away. Just trust me, it works. Yeah. Amen on that, John. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're, you're not a sinner saved by grace. You are a son of the Most High God. You're a saint. Yeah, you know, it's... have you ever sat down and looked at it and, you know, at a meeting or something, there's a piece of chocolate, there's chocolate cake there, and you look at it and you tell yourself, I'm watching my way, I'm not going to eat it. But it's right there and you keep looking at it. Yep. Pretty soon you got the piece. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you're looking at your sin and you're trying not to sin, the thing, you know, the thing you're going to do is you're going to sin. 
But if you concentrate, like you're saying, on your relationship with, with Jesus Christ, yeah, you're, you're, it happens. You, you're it just... walking, you walk in sonship. Yeah. Your, your focus is on sonship, and that's what you become. Totally. Brilliant, brilliant, uh, brilliant lesson for us, and uh, thank you so much, John. If you have um, anything you'd like to share with us as far as um, if someone would like to reach you or get a hold of you, do you have a Facebook or an email, web page, anything you can share with us? Uh, they can get me on Facebook, um, you know, John Nyhoff, N as in Nancy, Y-H-O-F as in Frank, F as in Frank. Okay. Uh, email, they can email me at J-O-N-Y-H-O-F-F at gmail.com, and I'd be happy to respond, hear from them. Okay. Talk with them, whatever. <laughs> also, and uh, listeners, uh, you can also email us at dominionfirechurch at gmail.com. And if uh, you have any have trouble with any of those avenues, and we will make sure that John gets the message. So uh, feel free to do that. And uh, John, I want to thank you. It's a wonderful conversation. And uh, every time that you know, we've talked, it's always, always just great stuff. And I, I just learn a lot from everybody and yourself included. Thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, would you please, uh, in closing today, um, if you have any prophetic words, word of knowledge, anything uh, kind of on your heart, would you please pray for the audience for healing or anything that's kind of floating around with you? I'd be happy to. Father, I just thank you. I just thank you for this listening audience right here, right now. Father, I thank you that there are some people that are listening and they're just really wondering if this is real, if this is true. It is. It is. And I just encourage you right now, Father, I just ask for, for your spirit just to, to uh, nudge them, to tweak them, to show them that this is real. And for them to get up and to, and to that person that's, that's there to pray for them, and they will see you manifested in them with healing. Father, I just thank you right now that there are people, that I, I just see them right now, they're struggling with knees, and, and uh, there's a right knee, and that knee is, is hurting. And it's hurting right in the very back of the knee. Um, it's a it's a sharp pain. And right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, that tendon, that ligament is healed. Muscles around that knee be strengthened now. Any cartilage that's torn be mended and healed. In Jesus' name. And and uh, just getting a picture of a of a, a, a shoulder shoulder blade. There's a shoulder blade, and I don't know if it's been broken or hurt, but uh, there's a lot of pain there right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, shoulder blade be healed. Um, rotator cuff be healed now. All cartilage be healed. Tendons, ligaments, you be healed now in Jesus' name. And pain as you've been bound in heaven, so I bind you here on earth. You leave that body now, in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for this, for Millian. I thank you for for his ministry, and I just uh, he is just uh, he is blessed because you are in him and you are in this ministry. Thank you for this ministry. Thank you for the encouragement that he is. And Father, we just uh, we just adore you. We just worship you, in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, in Jesus' name, amen. i got to pull myself together here. <laughs> uh, listeners, thank you so much for joining us today. Again, John Nyhoff, uh, just a phenomenal guy. And as you hear, just uh, just full of power and, and just in love with... Uh, with Jesus and, and uh, Father God and the Holy Spirit, the whole package, just amazing stuff. Listeners, also, if you'd like to uh, reach us, if you need a specific need, or I would like to reach us again, Dominion Fire Church at gmail.com is our 
uh, email address if you would like to send a comment, thought, feedback, question, request, anything like that. You can also visit our webpage, dominionfire.com, facebook.com slash dominionfire, twitter.com is dominionfire. My personal Twitter is Healing Minister. You're welcome to follow me there for my personal musings as well. You're welcome to uh, check me out and talk with me there uh, in addition. And uh, at any time, just... Uh, Find our show uh, on iTunes, and uh, we're working on Stitcher, so make sure you uh, check either one of those places if you're on a mobile device, but iTunes definitely if you would uh, like to connect up that way. And also on the webpage, you'll find where uh, back episodes of the show and uh, other interviews that we've had, so feel free to share as much as you can and just help us get the word out. And We, we appreciate your time and for uh, spending your, uh, your, your precious time here with us. Thank you so, so much. For Million Dominion Fire, this is the Heal the Sick Podcast. We will see you next time, and as we love to say, on the ministry here. Boom. Goes Yeshua. See you next time.